The Poco Palace is powered by Stroud Media, providing fiber internet to the Stroudsburg and East Stroudsburg areas. Find us online at stroudmedia.com. Powered by Planet Networks. In my little town, I grew up believing God keeps his eye on us. South of Stroudsburg and south of the Delaware Water Gap and across the river from Columbia, New Jersey, lies the little town of Portland, Pennsylvania. Heather Fisher is the mayor of Portland, and she joins me in the studio this morning to talk about what's going on in her little town. Hey, Heather, good morning, man. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It is so nice to meet you. Are you originally from the area? No, I'm actually originally from New Jersey. I grew up, grew up in Sussex County, lived in Hackettstown, and visited Portland um, at a friend's house one day and loved it. <laughs> is, that, and, is that how the story yep, goes? That's, yeah. the story, that's how the story goes, about 16 years ago. Where'd you grow up in, in Sussex County? Yep, yep, in, uh, yep right down in Sussex County, Wanage area, so I went to school down there, went to high school at Sussex Votech, and you know, you, you can get your more bang for your buck on the PA side of things, so I came over this way. <laughs> why did you, why are you the mayor? Why did you run for mayor? What, what, what is it that you wanted to be the mayor? Well, I just kind of wanted to make a difference, and I know that sounds cliche, but ah. you know, it's really the best chance that you have of, of seeing the inner workings of things and, and, and taking the skills that you have and, you know, applying them to something and there was there was some open council seats, so I I did that for a few years. Took a hiatus to have my my third child, and then when I came back, the mayor that was in the seat currently, um, I think it was for like a le- ten or eleven years, had said that he was not running again. So the option was to go back to council and not have a mayor, or just take the dive. So I took the dive and and ran for mayor. And this is a fully volunteer position, right? Yep, fully volunteer. All the positions in Portland are fully volunteer. What is your full time gig right now? Uh, well, I just I just wrapped up a, an assignment at a company called Curemit, so I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus to focus on a lot of the things that are going on in Portland because it, it is a full time job in itself. Uh-huh. So I'll be back out there soon, you know, soon enough. But I, I was an executive assistant with HR Generalist Support. Okay, what is the population of Portland? Is it, it is it over 500 or? Uh, it was less than 500 with the 2020 census, but. The 2020 census is a little questionable. Oh, is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about some of the great businesses and things to do in Portland that my listeners might not be aware of. Um, You know, for as small a town as we are, we do have a pretty great business district. Um, You know, starting from one end to the other, you you know, as you said, we have A&N Chocolate, which is the gourmet chocolate. You know, they're they're incredible. Um, if you stop in there, you know, I guarantee you, Nicolay will give you some, some free chocolate <laughs> and probably does. not stop. Um, That's right. <laughs> you got Janet's gems, you know, thrift shop. And, you know, I think at a time like, like this, a, a shop like hers is so important because people are just scraping by and she right. has so much. And, you know, if there's a fire in the area or a family needs something, you know, she doesn't just, you know, sell to the public. She, she gives things out to anyone that needs it. So I think that's super important. Um, she's she's struggling pretty bad right now with the road closure, but she's making it work. Um, Persimmon Lane, an artisan shop. You know, you go in there and you walk out with a gift that you're not going to get just anywhere. So, you know, that's, a I think, another important thing to have in, like, a small community. Um, Ports of Flavors, which is Mexican Mediterranean food. How my, is that? Has they been over there? Amazing. It is amazing. My son actually works there, so I promise you I'm not biased. The food is amazing. And that's right on Main? That's yep. not on the Main It's drive? right on the Delaware Ave, so it's right in the Main section. Yep. You, you go right through. You can't miss it because she's, an, you know, they're excellent at decorating, so you can tell right through the windows that <laughs> that's the newest shop. So she's she's pretty cool. Say the name of that restaurant one more time. Port to Flavors. Port to Flavors. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things about that place. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And they were the first business to really do the... 
DoorDash or anything like that, you know, so it was nice to see the businesses kind of go into that area of things, you know. And then uh, Fur Herd's Tavern, their um, cheesesteaks are amazing. So if you ever go in there, you got to make sure you get one of those. But they've also kind of, they used to have live music. Um, they kind of took a little short hiatus, but they're doing live music again. And there's some really great bands and artists that come in there. Like, sure. I was shocked when I went in there. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't have a lot of time to go out and, and enjoy stuff like that. But I think that's really important to take that time, you know, Kind of separate from the kids, take the husband, go out, spend some time, and um, and it was it's a really good place to do it. She has some really good talent in there, um, and then uh, Portland Auto Repair that was another new business. A lot of these new businesses opened up during the pandemic, which is incredible. Like is that, that right? they took that leap of faith in a small town to kind of open there. Um, but Richard over at um at a uh, Portland Auto Repair, you know, he's got a great following. They do a lot of great work. He's very generous to the town. Like he, if we need something, you know, he makes sure that he, you know, he gets it to us. Um, he kind of, you know, renovated that little shop that's right outside Dunkin' Donuts. And um, he even allowed us to do a mural on the outside of it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I'll send you a picture of it. It is amazing. Um, Who Sarah, did the mural? Do you know? Yeah, it's Sarah. I hope I'm saying her name right. I think it's Lanier. It's Sarah Lanier Art, and it was funded by Slate Belt Rising. Okay. It is incredible what she can do with a paintbrush. Uh-huh. And, you know, it you can't do it unless the business agrees to it. So Richard what? agreeing to it was one half of, you know, one, one half of the puzzle, and then and then her doing it and Slate Belt Rising funding it. You come right down that hill, and it's the first thing that you see when you go into Portland. So it's it's pretty cool. So And then you've got Duncan right there, which, I mean, who doesn't love Duncan? So. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the big store that was there for years? Did it start with a D, and the building is still there? Uh, <laughs> um, we had Kramer's the one right before. Oh, Ducklow's. Ducklow's. Yeah. Was that furniture? Was yep. that what that was? Yep. It was, it was like um, really high-end furniture. Um, so they had like, their showroom there, and then I think around the corner they had you know one of their warehouses. So we were sad to see them go. They were there for yeah. a really, really long time. So... You know, It'd but, be great to get somebody in there, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, I think there's either interest or we're, we're kind of in the renovating stage. So oh. we'll have to see what goes in there. I think um, I think we'll see at least one business in the bottom of the one, and then the PNC where the PNC was on the other side, um, I believe, was also purchased. So we're kind of waiting to see oh, what goes go. in there. So that I mean, it's, it, for where we're at, like as a country and economy wise, Portland's not you know. There, things are happening, Great. you know, so it's unfortunate that we had the road closure, but well, let's, we'll make it. Let's talk about the road closure on 611. What are you hearing? What's the latest on Well, that? we just had a meeting yesterday. Um, it's kind of it's kind of been the same thing that we've been hearing. Um, Representative Flood has been extremely involved. That's um, Ann Flood? Yeah, yeah. She's really been a lifeline for Portland, um, kind of, you know, staying in contact with us. She brought down the, the two chairmen of the Transportation Committee um, on June 9th and— uh, we had a district executive from PennDOT, Chris, who actually took us like the length of the closure. We, we walked it, the whole entire thing, so that he could explain everything to us. And I think that, you know, everyone's question is, why is it still closed? Like, it's been closed okay. since December. How are we still at this point where nothing's being done? And I think, you know, if you were to, if you were to really understand with the National Park Service and PennDOT and all the little factors that are just not in an everyday construction, like, you know, I-95 or something. It's just a very different situation. And there's just rules and studies and things that have to happen. And, you know, a bit of a power struggle with, you know, can we move forward? No, we can't. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, we're the ones that have to suffer for it. But I'm hopeful that they'll get to at least phase one 
in the next couple of months, which opens one lane for us. Yeah, I was going to say, can't they get one lane yeah. open? Heather? Yeah, yeah, and and they, I mean, the more pressure that gets put on, the more people that write letters, the more people that call, the more support we have, the you know, the the more they look at the situation and say, okay, maybe this is what we can do instead yeah. of this, we can do this, you know, and anything that they do, it's always going to be safe. They're never going to make a decision that's not safe, you know, no matter how much pressure they get. I get it. I get so, it. You, but, know, you know, that's what we need. I-95 in Philadelphia goes down. They got that thing open in two weeks. <laughs> I know. I thought that was going to be uh, two years. There were so many people on social media that were Saying so upset. That, right? Yep. They just did not understand. And I'm right there with them. Like, I don't understand it either. Like, you know, we, our businesses came out of a pandemic and then that road was closed and then it opened and now we're closed <laughs> again. Like, how are they supposed to make it? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. This is very interesting. We're going to talk about what's coming up in Portland, PA. My special guest this morning is the mayor of Portland, Heather Fisher, on My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. I want to thank President Seipel and everybody down there, and they're online at sluhn.org. All right, My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's Monroe Campus. I want to thank them for making My Little Town possible every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Visit them online, St. Luke's University Health Network at sluhn.org. What's going on this weekend? You got a parade? You got fireworks in Portland? Uh, yeah, we got some fireworks in Upper Mount Bethel on Saturday. Um, and then we have a 4th of July parade on actual 4th of July, which is um, which is pretty cool. It started out, you know, I think this is the 6th annual, and it's been getting bigger and bigger. It is a long parade route. so How long know, is that parade, Heather? I think it's 10 miles, so I <laughs> encourage parade. people not to walk it if you would like to make it to Is the there end. a kid playing bass drum in the marching band? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, we did have some marching band, <laughs> marching band show interest, so I just, you know, while it's on the forum, I do not encourage you to walk the parade but it is really cool to watch it's definitely and they added some contests mile stuff, so. is that a hike or a parade i it? know i know i know i mean there's like gaps you know but there's always people out there i feel so bad for the people at the end because everybody throws all their stuff out by the time they get to the end right. and there's just kids waving so we always try to save stuff till the end and fireworks on tuesday with, with you uh, t- uh, or saturday fireworks on saturday yeah right. fireworks are on saturday but they are still taking entries for the parade so if you're interested um you can submit a form to be in the parade that's on our our, our website, portlandboroughpa.com. Talk about this event you're doing on July 8th, uh, Moonlight and Magic yep, Market. Moonlight and what's Magic that all Market. about? Um, that is Persimmon Lane, which is the artisan shop that's in Portland. Um, you know, I we had it last month. She's making it a monthly thing or as often as she can so through the she? summer. Uh, Amanda Moyer from uh, Persimmon Lane. Mm-hmm. It is the best thing that I can think to describe it. It is like walking through Salem, like a Salem, Massachusetts. Like it's very... There, you know, it's very handmade items, crochet, um, you know, there's some tarot card readings. There's just a lot of different types of things from that, you know, from, oh, that, cool. from that type of, of theme. And it was really, really, really cool. And it went really well. I mean, we had a lot of people walking through last and time. Once again, this is on July 8th. Is that like an evening thing? Or yep, is- 5 to 9, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So so it's good. And, you know, live music at Fears and, and things like that. So, you know, it, like I said, it, it went really well. And it seems like it's going to go really well again. I think there was over 50 vendors at the last wow. one. So, yeah, it's a lot. Lot. Now, you're doing a Portland Founders Day in October, correct? Yes. What's that all about? I am super, super excited about this. It's going to be our first ever Founders Day in Portland. Um, we were founded on October 21st, 1876. So it happens to land on Saturday this year. So, um, you know, we're, we've been working with the county. Um, you know, I think any event that any town has is great. But I think oftentimes you go to events and it's the same vendors and you're kind of just walking through the kids tugging at you to get you to buy something. So we want to do something a little bit different. So this is going to be different. You know, there's going to be a a lot of history involved, but in a, in a fun way, 
Um, there's going to be a mini powwow with Positry of Life. There's going to be the trolley from Delaware Water Gap. Right. Um, a lot of historical landmarks, some fun things for kids to do. So we're going to kind of take a different a different approach to it. So What's the date on that? That's October 21st. Um, the time is still kind of up in the air, um, but there will be live entertainment that will, there'll be no tickets. It, it will be just standing next to your neighbors and strangers and having a good time. My guest this morning is Heather Fisher, the mayor of Portland, Pennsylvania. You have an opening on your council right now, don't you? We do. We do. Um, we had, uh, uh, Kay Bucci was our, our mayor in the past, did a wonderful job, came back to on council and um, just decided it was time uh, and resigned her seat recently. So there is an open council seat. Um, any resident of Portland that wants to take an interest, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the town and the surrounding areas. This is the you know great time to get involved. Um, our minutes are good, but they don't do it justice. You really got to be sitting in the audience or behind the table to make a difference. So I encourage anyone to, you know, put their letter of intent in and get it in by 5 p.m. on Monday. That's the deadline. That's the deadline. Where do you hold these meetings? Um, up at the, it's the municipal building, but it's the whole schoolhouse. So it's right on Division Street. So. Once a month, twice a month? Um, right now we're twice a month, which is the fourth Monday and the first Monday. But we'll definitely have it the first Monday. The fourth is only if we have like an overrun of items. Yeah. You really enjoy being mayor. I, I do. Can tell. A lot I of really fun do. stuff, right? I really do. I really, really do. I love the town. You know, I love the people. The people are what makes it all worth it, you know, so... I really do. I really do. Do you see yourself running for higher office? Maybe a state reposition for you? You think Everybody about that? Everybody always asks me that. Of course they ask you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like to make a difference. So, let, you know, we'll see We'll see where it takes me. Keeping the door open. Yeah, I'll keep the door open. <laughs> Mayor Fisher, who do you turn to for advice? When you when you need some advice, who do you turn to? Um, someone in your family? Someone yeah, in- you know, I talk a lot to my mom and my sister. Of course, my husband. And I talk a lot to the council president, Stephanie Steele. She has a lot of history in the in the in the um, borough, and you know she's she's got one of those kind of moral based mentalities where I know that if I'm talking to her, she's going to give me you know what's on her mind, and it's usually in line with what I'm thinking. So it's gotcha. like that confirmation. What did your parents do for a living? Are they um, st- are they still in New Jersey? Uh, my yep, both parents are still in New Jersey. My mom, she's in Franklin, New Jersey, and she is the manager. <laughs> she manages the senior center, so. She loves that. My dad is over in um, Blairstown, and he is a data engineer. Cool. Yeah. They're very proud of you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> any, I got to ask you, any, any brothers or sisters in the family? I do. I have an older brother who is, um, he inspects houses, and he's also in New Jersey, and a sister that works for a hospice care center doing their medical billing and coding also in New Jersey. Do you think that I-80 should be expanded? I ask everybody this. Do you think Interstate 80 should be expanded through the Pocono area? What do you know about that? Um, I know some about it. Tara Mezzanotti, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things in play there. I think that it, you know, safety has to be first and through that S curve and all, all the things that are going on there. I I just feel like it's, I mean, it's not just an accident waiting to happen. It's an accident that has happened many times. So (laughs) I think that there's just too many things to in play for us to make that, you know, for us to just make that call. And, you know, thankfully, there's people like Tara on the other side and the New Jersey side watching everything and making sure that the powers that be are doing what they're supposed to be doing first. Now, there's a train depot in Portland, PA, there right? Is. That, yep. That's not an active train depot, or is it? It's no. not an active train. There, the tra- there is a train that goes through behind it. There but is? It is not an active train depot, but it was purchased, and they are, it's going to cost a heck of a lot of money and time, but they are, they are re- restoring it to, like, pretty much historical, you know, time period. So it's a lot of work going in it. It's going to take some time, but they're also 
very, very generous with their lot. You know, that's where most of our events are. They let they let use of the lot, our Christmas tree. I would like to say that I'm pretty sure that we have the biggest Christmas tree in the Slate Belt, if not like the, the state of Pennsylvania. It's pretty huge. Is that right? Yep. So when they bought the lot, they let us continue to use the Christmas tree there. So um, where, where do you get the tree from? Is it there? It is there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can see it coming over the bridge like the toll. You cannot miss it. So now this train that comes through, it's a passenger train? No. no. Nope. Just I, I think it's just... Um, uh, up to the industrial park, it drops things off up there, and but don't hold me to that because right. I, I wanted people to be saying that I took, you know. <laughs> Talk to me about the Portland Events Committee. Are you on that, or what's that all about? I am. I've been That's on, how people could get involved, right? Yep, yep. It's a great way to start to get involved and kind of get your feet wet. I've been on that committee since I think 2015, and you know we did a lot of different stuff, a lot of events that we do every year. You know, the egg hunt. We try to expand it. Like this year, we did the glow in the dark egg hunt for the older kids. That was hysterical. Oh, that, watching that sounds them. like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it was it was hysterical. <laughs> like they all thought it was gonna not, you know it was gonna be easy peasy, and they were banging into each other trying to find the egg. So it was good. <laughs> so we always try to introduce something new, but it's just a great way to get involved without getting into the politics side of things and. You know, the voting and the motions, but just getting involved and feeling like you're doing something. Now, on your Facebook page, you ask your followers, what is your favorite local band or artist that you would like to see play in Portland, PA? So I'm saying, wow, is Heather trying to put together some sort of concert here or some sort of show? Part of our Founders Day. Yep. Oh, I got you on for yep. Founders Day. Yep. We've we've identified some. I won't say it here, um, but we've identified some, op- you know, some opportunities. We want to make sure that. It's, you know, it's a band that people love, but they haven't necessarily had an opportunity, to, you know, to see. And again, everyone is struggling right now. You know, we don't want to sell tickets to people. We want everyone to just be able to come out and enjoy themselves. So we want to make sure it's a band that people want to see. Well, I can tell you, there's plenty of bands around here. Yeah, that's I'll, what I hear. <laughs> I don't think you'll have a problem with that. Uh, there's a lot going on in Portland. There and, is. you know, for a town that only has, what, about 500 population, yep. they have you to thank for, for putting so many cool things together. Yeah, I, I, me, a lot of other people behind me and, and, and next to me. But, you know, I do think that we have a lot going on for the, the size of the town that we are. Sure and, and we're trying. And, and you know, yes, the road closure is not ideal. And, you know, we'll keep tabs on that and we'll keep checking in and we'll keep pushing. But you have to come from the other side and just try to c- promote the traffic. I mean, you can't just stand still and complain about what's going on. You got to try to kind of take it from the other side and bring people in, you know, you y- We'll get nothing done if we just sit there and well, complain. You got so many moving parts with the uh, National Park Service mm-hmm. and PennDOT. And yep, it's out of our hands. There's, you know, there's things that we don't even know about. And we stay active in the meetings and we listen. And, you know, they're not going to stray from what they need to do. You know, there's there are certain things that have to be met. And, you know, like I said, the, the more pressure, the better. But they're still going to stay with what they have to do. So hopefully that timeline speeds up. I hope they can get one lane open soon. I think that's yep, what everybody that would, would like. All right. Heather Fisher, my special guest this morning here on Poco 103 and My Little Town. This has been really nice meeting you. You also. And New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Eve to 2025 mm-hmm. is your last day in office. Uh, are there term limits? Can, can you be the mayor forever? I can I can be the mayor again. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your predecessor? Lance? Uh, Lance Prater. Yep. What Lance is he Prater. doing these days? He's back on council. <laughs> I don't know. He took a hiatus. He said he, he was going to take a hiatus. But he found himself right back on on council, so we'll have to see how that works out. <laughs> All right. But, well, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for telling me about that restaurant again. The yeah. people people have mentioned when it's they come worth on it. here. It's worth it. What's the name of that place again? I got to check. Ports of flavors. Port Ports of flavors. Good flavors. All right. mm-hmm.
Heather Fisher is the mayor of Portland, PA. Uh, next week on the show, Dr. Dave Smith from St. Luke's University Health Network will be my special guest coming up in July. Tara Probst coming back. Maureen Madden will be on the show. And a little later on, Patricia Thor Strattenborough from First Presbyterian Church. That's a big name. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing Patricia. Heather, have a great day. You too. Thank you. My Little Town brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. They're online at sluhn.org.